This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Welcome to this celebratory episode, number 200 of Entrepreneurs Get Visible. I have now been hosting this show since October 2019, so we are a little over 18 months old, and it has been one hell of a journey. I had got planned for you. I had got planned that I was going to do a massive song and dance and push it out there and do a full week of really heavy invested episodes, much like I did for my 100th, where we had a compilation of guests that had been on previously and we got them all to co-promote the episode. We did a hundred, episode 100. I was interviewed by somebody on my own show with a, from a slightly different angle. I had a little party with some friends on the podcast. All sorts of things really to to kind of re-energize the show. And I actually sat down a few times over the last couple of months to try and work out what I was going to do for the 200th. I guess that I feel a level of responsibility to do something to mark the occasion because I teach people about successful podcasting. But I kept feeling really heavy about what I was going to do because it was feeling overly complex at a point when in my business, I've had such incredible growth. And what I'm trying to create for myself is a lot of ease. So my first incarnation of what was going to happen for this episode, in fact, we put out one post about this a couple of months ago was that we were going to invite other podcasters on the show to promote their own show. And it just didn't feel right. It just wasn't sitting with me. And so we actually took that post back down a few days later. Then uh, my son came up with the idea that he'd like to be on my show at some point and ask me all sorts of questions. I think he's 11. So his concept of coming on my show is that it would give him some YouTube fame because that's all children want at the moment. And actually, when it knuckled down to it, he then changed his mind and said he didn't want to do it because actually what he wanted to do was kind of make fun of me. And he didn't feel comfortable doing that in public, albeit on audio only. So then I've sort of sat for a few weeks thinking, well, what am I going to do? To get to 200 episodes is something that I do want to celebrate. I do feel incredibly proud of what I've done with this show. And I I am going to take a moment to run you through what we have done with this show. So I started this podcast because so many people were coming to me. And I know we see that over and over again on social media. So many people have been asking me. I literally was having people come to me at a point where I was mostly teaching confidence and success, asking me, Anna, with all of your audio background, can you teach us about podcasting? Can you? And I was giving out information without really thinking about it. But I had this moment of clarity that my past knowledge about audio could really marry with my desire to help loads of people across the world to up level. I had a podcast at the time, which was it was called 
Inspiring Mummy Club, which then rebranded to Inspiring Success, it's actually, as of this week, no longer available um, on any of the platforms. But we had left it live for a while, even though I wasn't adding to it. But I felt very strongly, if I'm going to teach someone something, I want to have done it undeniably successfully myself. And I knew I had a very successful background in audio. But my podcast, although it was doing okay, wasn't spectacular. So I decided that I would, as I was launching a podcast course, that as I was running that course, I would put everything into practice that I wish I'd known with the first show. And so Entrepreneurs Get Visible was born. The reason for this show, the show name, was that my book is called, my very first book is called Get Visible, How to Have More Income, Influence and Impact. And I wanted the podcast to have as much reach as it possibly could in the early stages so that I could launch the book off the back of it. It's kind of hard to put myself back into that situation 18 months ago where I was just dipping my toe into teaching people about podcasting. I was a bit resistant to it, actually, if I'm honest. I just hosted my first live in-person event the day that the podcast was launched. That was part of the, the launch. I can remember sitting on the train going down to London for the event at King's Cross and it had gone live that morning and lots of people were emailing me to say how much they loved the show. The whole concept of this podcast was because I knew that podcasting was such was really growing. I could see it growing at a phenomenal rate because of all the research I'd done into why my first show wasn't gaining as much traction as I wanted. And it was created to give me space to to teach the stuff that I was learning myself at the same time as connecting with some great associations, having some amazing guests on, having conversations that matter, that, that make me tick, that make me come alive, but at the same time could make a difference to other people's lives and businesses. That was kind of always the plan for this podcast. And when I launched the podcast which was very different to when I put my first podcast up on iTunes. It was a very different experience. It was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal what happened to this podcast because I'd done everything the correct way. And I can remember that first that first day as it was being launched, in the evening we sat down to dinner after the live event and it had entered the top 10. By the time we finished the dinner, it was at number three and I'd taken over Tony Robbins and people like Gary Vaynerchuk in the charts. And that was insane because at the time I didn't have a big audience. Maybe across all of my platforms, a couple of thousand people added all together. And it really felt like I had staked my claim, put my put my stake in the ground, if you like, to say, okay, I can own this. I can own this visibility and I can own the success of, of having a successful podcast. And I was really emotional, actually, around that period where it was launching because I felt like I'd found my flow. I'd found my thing. I'd found my place in this motivational online expert space. And at the same time, I was live delivering this podcast course. I was The intention had always been that I would be one week ahead of what I was teaching them. But actually, the first person to launch off that course was about three or four, four months later. 
So there was always that that need to show, to demonstrate. I was live delivering ex- and, and, and live coaching exactly as I was as I was creating this show. And oh my goodness, the things that have happened as a result of this podcast, the relationships that I've built, the people that I've reached. When I look at the metrics behind the scenes of this podcast and see how many people have listened and how many countries we are in. When I look in the podcast charts across the world in all sorts of different countries, in all of the top entrepreneurship, marketing, business categories, this show has been in the charts every single week, every single week. In fact, more than that, every single day across the world as a result of me putting this content out there. It absolutely blows my mind. It's by no means as big as I would like it. There are many, many shows that are way bigger than mine. But as a girl, a little girl, (laughs) maybe shows you how I see myself, who just decided to go for it a couple of years ago. Oh my goodness, what a result and what a ripple effect. As a result of this show doing incredibly well, I decided I wanted loads of others to know how to do this because it's powerful. It's become a huge lead generator for me, either through the the formal outro that we have at the end or things that myself or my guests mention on the show. I can't tell you the amount of emails that we get, people who come into my funnel, into my mailing list and either book in discovery calls or... Or, or or just buy stuff, right? <laughs> and I think as well, I just never saw really what it could become. I could see some of the really huge American shows having that leverage with millions of listeners. And kind of thinking, well, what would that be like in my life on some scale? So to sit here now, 18 months later, and I now have a multi six-figure business. I now have I now have a team of people, um, many in the UK, some across the world, that work for me in terms of production, design, as managers, as virtual assistants, as social media managers. And 18 months ago, I was just dipping my toe into outsourcing. And I was hesitant about it. And I was a little bit scared of it. And, And I sit here now and life has really changed. And I have in my little black book of of online friends and experts, some of the leading people in the world. That just kind of blows my mind in terms of what's possible. And I wanted to share with you some of my reflections about what it's taken to do that. And I hope that this is going to give you some inspiration as to what you can achieve in a short space of time. And that, that's what I have to keep coming back to. It's only been 18 months since this show started. I now have a completely different business. I'm now author of two best-selling books that sell. I do kind of think anyone who understands the launch strategy can be a bestseller in Amazon. It's not easy, but it's also not hard. And it's a strategy. But my books are selling all the time. It's amazing. And I don't know, it's just incredibly rewarding. So I decided today that instead of doing something formal 
for the 200th, I would just have this conversation with you. So I'd love to hear from you how you found this episode. I'd love to have some personal reach outs. And maybe if you are listening to just give me a little tag on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever, and let me know, do a little screenshot of you listening wherever you are. And let me know that you're listening and and what you think. We have done a partial rebrand. I don't know if you've noticed, but we have a new image. The I feel like the Entrepreneurs Get Visible has now become a bit of a logo in itself with our, our designer who's been working with us in the agency, giving it a bit of a makeover. And I didn't want things to be vastly different, but I did want to feel a little bit more grown up. So hopefully that's kind of reflected in my brand that you can see in the artwork today. So I want to go through with you a few things that I've listed out that I think is the difference between success and not success. And I've titled this episode 10 Success Secrets. But I think as I talk, you're going to realize there's way more than 10. So keep your ears out for how many I actually mention. Before I dive into my top 10, what I want to say is that what was coming up for me as I was planning this 200th episode is that it felt heavy and it felt when I was when I was worrying about what I would do it felt heavy and it felt very formal and it felt very constrained at a time when I'm really trying to create much more ease and flow and much less stress for myself in my business and actually coming back to it at core what is this podcast for this podcast is to inspire you. This podcast is to make a difference. And I felt almost that if I did any of the other things I'd planned, it would be a bit gimmicky and not true to the purpose of the podcast and why I deliver here every single week, twice a week, in fact. Never missed a single episode twice a week for 200 episodes. So I guess wrapped up in telling you that is that if something feels arduous or heavy or you've got real resistance to it, well, look at what's going on. Do you have to do that thing? Can you do something different? If you wake up in the morning, you've got a little bit of anxiety around it and you, you know, I don't know why, maybe your heart's a little bit pacey. Look at what's going on. Is it that you really don't want to do that thing? Or is it that you're just a little bit scared? Because when I examined it, it was more that I wasn't scared of having a big push for my 200th, but it doesn't sit right. It didn't bring me joy. It felt heavy. And as a result, I've realized that this is actually the conversation I want to have. So number one, my biggest takeaway to creating success in your life is you have to just get started. You have to get started and you have to keep going. I see so many people not get started and procrastinate for too long or they get started and then they stop. What's the point in that? What was the point in putting the energy to get started if you're not going to continue? get started, push forward. Simple as that. Number two is refine as you go. You are not going to start off perfect at all. When I think back to the first episodes of my very first show, oh my God, I could cringe and slightly die. But if I hadn't delivered them, I wouldn't be here now hosting one of the world's top 1% of podcasts. I have learned to be a better interviewer. I'm still not 100% at it. Nobody is. In my business, there are things I'm learning and I'm getting better at. And there are products and services that I've put out there that no longer reflect who I am. But if I hadn't started them, I couldn't have refined. 
And I would say as part of that refining as you go, if things feel heavy or that they're not working, and that lovely phrase that I'm probably going to say in the wrong way is, if it feels like a dead horse and it looks like a dead horse, stop flogging it. If it's not right, you're not going to sell it. You're going to feel disconnected. It's going to feel heavy. And you've got to tap into that intuition. You've got to tap into that. So important. Number three, probably doesn't surprise you given the title of this show. You have to be fearlessly visible. You have to get out there. In the early days of this podcast and my business, and particularly, I guess, about in the six months running up to launching this podcast as well, I went live, not the weekends, sometimes at the weekends if I went out for a run, but pretty much every single day in my communities or on my page. And that is why I'm sitting here now reaching tens of thousands of people across the world because I got visible. And I, I'm i actually really aware that this is something that slipped for me as we've been building some kick-ass things in the podcast production agency and in the podcast booking boutique that because I'm not doing massive launches right now, I've not been as present. I've not been doing lives as much. But what I have been doing is using reels because they get me so much reach. You have to be fearlessly visible and it's not going to be forever. So I know I still need to be visible. I still need to be doing lives. But when you want to generate some energy into what you're doing, show up for your audience, whatever that looks like. Show up and again and again and again and be consistent. And it's that snowball effect. It's that snowball effect. And I see this in many of my peers The ones who have been consistently visible are the ones raking it in now. They're the ones having the impact and getting the results. Number four, outsource as soon as you can. It will feel like a stretch to start with. Get them to focus on tasks that generate leads, tasks that bring in sales. I have had to learn the hard way, how to lead people in a team. That wasn't part of my skill set. I've had to take myself from being solo entrepreneur with a VA who can help me, please God help, because I'm too busy to do everything, to now running a mid-sized team as a, a personal brand business. And I have had challenges with outsourcers and freelancers. Some have been incredible and gone the extra mile. Others have not. And that's challenging. And so I would say, though, that if I hadn't had support, there is no way my business would have grown the way it has. But I've also taken responsibility for me, particularly in the masterminds that I'm in, learning how to be the CEO of a business as opposed to a coach who needs a little bit of help. There's a big difference. And the difference comes in how you view the level of success that you're creating. Number five is that the learning is never done. You are never going to feel like you know how to do it all. There is always going to be more, always going to be more. And if you are surrounding yourself with people and you're thinking, well, I know it, I know it all, I've got it all sussed. Oh my goodness, you have to up your game. There's always more. And actually, isn't that the fun of it? Isn't that the fun that there's always something to tweak, refine, get better at? And particularly in the online space, things are growing at a phenomenal rate. So there are things that are being refined, twisted, tweaked. And you have to 
keep doing that as well or bring on people into your team who can do that learning for you. Number six, creating valuable content is essential and content that lasts a long time. So this could be live video. This could be blogs that help you support your search engine optimization. This could be, hello, a podcast or strategically using podcast guesting because so much of our social media content is really fleeting. But when you are serious about putting your stamp on what you do, you want to have long form content that lasts a long time. So, for example, a Facebook post disappears within 24 hours, essentially. No one's seeing it after that time. Me recording this episode now is going to be around for about seven years of use. So hello to you all if you are in 2028 (laughs) and you're listening to this episode. The other thing in creating valuable content is that it works for you long term. So in terms of your your business, if you have courses or products that you're offering, how can you have them so that they become an online asset, a bank of assets? Because then your business, you know, everything you're doing is working for you for a very, very long time. Number seven, claim your territory. Don't dip your toe in, go and do it powerfully and all out. There's a reason why people online started calling me the podcast queen. It was never because I decided. It's because it came back at me because I was marking my territory, saying powerfully, this is what I do. And I knew at that point I might not be coaching podcasting forever. But right now, if that's where I'm driving leads, I'm going to claim that. I'm not going to pussyfoot around and saying, oh, I'm doing a bit of this and I'm doing a bit of that. I owned it. And the whole visibility thing, I own that I do that. I have products and services that represent that that's what I do in the world. I have books that represent that's how I, what I do and say say in the world. I owned it and I claimed it. And you can do that for whatever your passion is too. And the sooner you do that, the better. Through a podcast, through a strong, well-written blog, through a book, it will pay dividends. If I hadn't written that first book, If I hadn't had the courage to put it out there, if I hadn't prioritized it, I would not be sitting here now with a multi six figure business. Number eight, move to recurring income as soon as you possibly can. There are two things that make a big difference. One is recurring income. I'm not going to say passive, but that is coming into your bank account on a regular basis without you having to do anything extra. The other is moving to a high ticket model. But in order to do both of those things, you need to walk your walk, talk your talk and earn your credibility. But the sooner you can move to that recurring revenue model, my goodness, it just feels so much safer, so much nicer to see those payments coming into your Stripe account on a daily basis. I have to say I quite enjoy that. Number nine, and I actually just did a podcast episode about this that went out last week. The strategic connections you make are vital to your growth. So who can you be mentored by or who can you be in a mastermind with that will open up doors to other relationships? So important. So important that I'm actually not going to go over it in depth here. I'm going to tell you to go and listen to episode 198 because that's all about how to do that. And then 10... 
Mindset issues are always going to crop up no matter what stage you are at in your business because we are always coming back to past hurts, past traumas, past blocks, past beliefs. And we have a choice about how we confront them, how we face them, how we heal from them. We have a choice about how much we let them affect us, but they will come up from time to time. And you will have things in your business that don't go well. You will have launches that don't go well. You have team member issues that are uncomfortable. You will have clients who don't like the work you do. You will have clients who don't end up being the way you you believed they were when you agreed to work with them. It will push your buttons. And that's okay because that's part of the growth. But you have to notice what's going on for you and what you're believing about yourself as a result of it. And this work is never done. It's never done. You know, I'm surrounding myself now with six, seven, eight, nine figure business owners and the blocks come up, the blocks come up. So how can you work past and work through your past hurts and trauma? I'm a huge fan of NLP. And at some point I will be bringing out more of that into my work again. But one of the things that you do have to be aware of is that you are not alone you are not a fraud, you are good enough and you can absolutely kick ass and build the business that you want. But you've got to enjoy the journey. There does have to be joy in what you're doing. There does have to be a sense of mission or purpose around your work. And for me, that's really what this podcast is all about. It isn't true that I have wanted to do every single episode. There have been some weeks where we've been so busy in the business, I've been back to back with clients or we've had really challenging things happening at home, but I've made a commitment to show up. And so I have to show up. Sometimes we've had a real delay on guests getting back to us to say they're coming on the show or they'd cancel at the last minute. That's been challenging. But... I remain immensely proud of what this show is doing. And if you do listen on a regular basis, or maybe you tune in from time to time, I genuinely would really love, really love to hear what you think about the show. So I'm going to part now with thanking you for listening. Listening to this episode, listening to my early episodes, listening to any of my recent episodes, and for tuning in. I wouldn't be where I am doing what I'm doing if you didn't tune into this show. And it really makes me makes me very humbled and very happy when I hear the impact of me deciding to sit in my little cupboard in front of this microphone to share this with the world. And for those of you who don't know my backstory, the cupboard that I'm sitting in right now is my old airing cupboard that now looks like a very professional recording studio where this space was converted to fit my wheelchair when I was in the darkest of times, when I thought I'd never walk again, when I thought my life was over, when I thought I could never have success, that I could never have money, that I could never make something and be something and be someone. And so when I do step into this booth and when I get in flow, because I am talking to you guys from the heart. I feel very honoured that you guys are listening. And so 
I'm going to leave it on that note because I'm getting a bit emotional. You can probably tell that in my voice. It's catching a little. I hope that today has inspired you. And I hope that if you love this show, you'll let me know and maybe invite one of your friends to, to come and hear the messages in this show today. Thank you so much for listening. Over and out. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.